Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. That's me. Hello, radio and podcast land. Podcast land. Yes. Hey, we're on podcast land. Praise God. Yes. We'll talk about that a little bit later. The topic today is servant leadership. Different from the leadership we talked about last week? Yes, because now we're talking about the leaders of men. The leaders of your family, it, it all is inclusive, but just a little bit more about how do we become a servant leader. Yeshua was very clear, in order for one to lead, you must first become a servant. Hmm. It was made clear to Peter in John 13, 6 through 9. And if you remember that verse, John said, or Yeshua said to Simon, then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? You remember Jesus got ready for yes. Passover. He wrapped up his garb, got a bucket and a bowl, and was going around. So Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Hmm. Why did he say that? <laughs> Jesus answered him saying, if I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Wow. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Just wash me up. <laughs> yeah, he got the message. <laughs> so one of the things we want to keep in mind is that listening in today to find the keys to not only being a great leader, but one that has a servant heart. And that's the biggest difference, is we want to talk a different approach of leadership that is God's way, not man's way. Praise God, because man's way is not working. Yeah. We are living in perilous times right now with our leaders uh, not serving the people. And it's become clear because in Chicago and Portland, you had the leaders, but then when the rioters were tearing up oh, downtown, they were called protesters. And, prote well, the protesters <laughs> were tearing up every place else, setting on fire and burning. But then, once those protesters went to their house, correct, uh, went to the mayor's houses in Chicago and Portland, that all of a sudden, then uh, ring a ding ding. 911, I need the police at my home. So where's the leaders at? So it is a job to become a leader too, not only serving, because sometimes our leaders forget that they serve us. Yes. yes. We elected them yes. or they have been appointed to serve the people. Yes. I know that as an example, JC and I were members of uh, two different churches in Pensacola, praise God. Yes. We first had to take membership classes. Mm -hmm. Imagine it. When we were members for a few years, our goal was only to serve. And then we were approached by leadership to become servants mm -hmm. as part of the body. We eventually moved from group leaders yes. to assistant elders yes. to elders yes. and then to, to senior, senior elders. elders. Right. And we and it was a blessing because we had over a hundred and some odd people uh, within our church under our Eldership, yes, uh, to say the least, because we were members. I'll just say we were members of New Dimensions Christian yes. Center, and it was a very multicultural, popular Word of God 
Bible-based Bible based ministry. Pastor Greg Burns, awesome man of God, and all the people that he surrounded, that he was led by the Lord to a point, then we were his hands extended to the membership. Congregate. Praise yes, God. Yes. The process of becoming a a leader, it's not it's not glamorous. It's not. <laughs> Especially when you deal with people. Oh God. Because people can get on your last nerves. Mm. Oh God. But we serve willingly yes. because God will change your heart. When you say, here I am, Lord, mm -hmm. he's just waiting for you to say, here I am, and he will give you the desires of your heart, being his arms extended, so you can be a mouthpiece for the Almighty. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So, you know, in Mark 9, 35, it says, and he sat down called the twelve and said to them, if anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. Key words, mm -hmm. last of all and servant of all. But we're going to take a look further into more scriptures that will speak to each of us if we desire to be servant leaders or perhaps we are already servant leaders. And leadership takes all forms. Sometimes when Yeshua sp uh, spoke in parables, his disciples really didn't understand. That's parables, <laughs> even now. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you got to yeah. read it two or three times. Yeah. It's like, what? But he always made it a teaching moment. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we don't do in our lives when things don't look quite right or things we need to explain things that we don't make them teachable moments. And I can give you a good example. When we ran our after-school program, one of the things, we had different people, volunteers, we had interns, we had uh, college students coming to help uh, work with our students. And sometimes they never understood because we were dealing with an at-risk population that every moment that they're with those children should be teachable moments. Yes, sure. Not saying, oh, well, they don't know this, they don't know their timetables, they don't know their division tables. If one doesn't know it, that means probably the whole group doesn't know right. it. So you have to start staging things, doing things together. And I believe that's what Yeshua wants us to be doing. Because once we unveil the scriptures in those teaching moments, it will be clear about servant leadership. And so we need to continue to look at teaching moments. And that's in everything. That's in our yes. everyday life. That's with our kids. That's with our grandkids. Because sometimes, you know, tempers can flare or you start lo looking at them doing things and you're wondering, how come they can't figure that out? But mm -hmm. it's a teachable moment. And one thing about teachable moments is that when you reflect and something happens and you mm -hmm. reflect, you say, oh, right. yeah, now I that's get it. what he meant. <laughs> Praise God. And that's what a lot of disciples had <laughs> a lot of teachable moments after Yeshua uh, rose up from the cross. Yes. Praise God. Hey, you know what? Uh, stay tuned to the program so we can hear the rest of the story on servant leadership. Uh, once again, before we get started, 
please visit our primary sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. You can call him for an appointment at 850-402-9061 or just visit his website so you can see the type of services and how he can give you the hookup at dynamicspineandwellness.com. And above all, just let him know that the Stone Builders referred you over. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. He washed my sins away. My name is Anne-Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Servant Leadership, a hot topic. Yes, it is. We'll spend some time bringing in the scriptures to support the beauty of servant leadership. Because a lot of times I think we're doing it the world's way and not really God's way. So before we get started, remember you can listen at your convenience to all our previous Stone Builder shows on iTunes. Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and our favorite, Spotify. Spotify. And the reason why it's our favorite is because it's orderly. You can click on it. You don't have to be looking for it. It's right there. It's easy. I'm not a computer (laughs) geek. I struggle with technology. Hey, that's okay. That's but Spotify gets the kudos because yes. it is so easy, and all our shows are there. Also, become a Stone Builder supporter with a sacrificial gift of any amount on our website at WeLivingStones.org or Cash App Dollar Sign L Stones Fifty One. And again, Cash App L Stone Dollar Sign L Stones Fifty One. Mm-hmm. So that you have that. <laughs> 
Matthews 18, 1 through uh, 3 says, At the same time came the disciples, saying unto Jesus, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Because you know, all up until this time, when they met Jesus, everyone would, you know how it is, you want to get next to the leader, you push it this way, push it that way. Who's the greater? Who's better? Am I first? So forth. So, and Jesus called the little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily, I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. I know that one had their heads scratching. <laughs> they were scratching their heads on that scripture right there. <laughs> well, it's just like anything else. When we talk about the kingdom of heaven, you know, Matthews 25, 35 through 45 talks about that time uh, when Jesus told them that I was sick, you visited me, I was in prison, you came to me, I was hungry and you fed me. And they're going to be saying, well, Lord, when do we do that? When do we come and visit you in prison? Why, when do we feed you? Um, when you know? When do we um, help you as a stranger? Right. And his whole thing is verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you did it not to to the one of the least of these, you did it not to me. Yeah. So whenever we do these things, like we do farm share, uh, we're providing food for the community. That's a way of letting people know we care about them right. and that we're there for them because during this difficult time, people losing jobs, some jobs will never come back. There's got to be that opportunity where we as servants first yes. come to share so that people can see that, hey, this is a leader that really cares about me. One of the other verses is Psalm 51, 10 through 13, and it just says, Created me a, a clean, clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit with, within me. I just love that because then it just shows that I'm trying to do the right thing. And Luke 9, 46 through 48 just says, Then there arose a reasoning among them, which of them should be greatest. And Jesus perceiving their heart. See, they forget that Jesus knew everything that they were talking right. about, thinking about, and whatever. He had discernment for yes. sure. He took a child and set him by him and said unto him, Whoever, Whosoever shall receive this child in my name receiveth me, and whosoever shall receive me receiveth him that sent me. For he that is least among you all, the same shall be great. Yes. So for Jesus, there was no separation just because you were a leader. That's why he and the Pharisees and the scribes are always getting into it because, you know, it's like, oh, Lord, thankful, thank you. Know, we thank you because I'm rich and I can have all my clothing and I can go to the church and do whatever I want. I can, you know, share my alms, mm -hmm. but that doesn't turn that's not a turn yeah. on for Jesus. In fact, that's a turn off. Praise God. <clears throat> Yeshua uh, or Christ uh, made demands on his disciples, some of which we may that we may have issues today as servant leaders. Mm -hmm. Let's look at Luke 22, 25 through 27. Scripture says, and he said to them, mm -hmm. the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. And those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. Mm, is that where we get that from? That's right. <laughs> but not so among you. On the contrary, mm. he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. 
and he who governs as he who serves. Wow. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet, I am among you as the one who serves. Wow. Mm. Also, you can apply this uh, to servant leaders in 1 Peter 5, 1 through 4. The elders who are among you, I exhort. I who am a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not by dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being Lord over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, the Almighty, mm-hmm. you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away forever and ever. And once again, ever. You know, it's interesting you talk about uh, that verse uh, above from Luke 22, 25 through 27. How many times have you seen uh, whenever you go to a church or a church service, how the leaders within that church are all ushered up to the front. Mm-hmm. And I know in the beginning when we first started going to church, because we really had not been involved with church to that extent. I mean, I grew up as a Catholic. I mean, we went to church. Uh, we got married in the church, but we were never heavily involved in any kind of denominational church. I guess right. or guess uh, since my youth. Yes, and most of the churches. <laughs> I ran. <laughs> most of the churches we did get involved in were. Uh, <clears throat> it started out with dominant denominations right. and then we decided we wanted to be non-denominational just a church that believed in Bible based but I was always amazed that when we first started coming in until people got to know us we would always sit towards the rear or towards the back it wasn't until people came to get us to come up to move up front if they knew us or they wanted us to say a word or something at that, at that point but it's just interesting I didn't feel comfortable with just moving up front to, to you don't want to take anyone's seat either. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Some right people have their that. seats. Right. But it's just amazing how oh, he, he just says that, that if you're sitting at the table, aren't you just as important mm. or the same as the one who is serving? And so we just need to start looking at that as being a servant leader. But Second Corinthians 10, 13, 14 says, We, however, will not boast beyond measure. But within the limits of the sphere which God appointed us, a sphere which especially includes you. So our sphere are the people that we're trying to not only lead, but we should be serving and they following us as we follow them. For we are not overextending ourselves as though our authority did not extend to you. For it was to you that we came with the gospel of Christ. That is what... Yeshua wants us to do. Jesus wants us to bring this gospel to the people so that the people see by our example that they want to become part of this fold. Because in anything, and we'll talk about that later in the program, but as in anything, not everyone's coming into the kingdom. 
That's right. And not only not all, everyone is asked to come into the kingdom, <laughs> so we have to be prepared to say, Lord, I want to do it your way. So we can be asked to come into the kingdom. I want to be in that number. Yes, I'm always saying that. Second yes. Timothy 2, 24 through 25 says, And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, mm. able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, mm. if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. So we're going to be correcting some people. Yeah. But only if you repent. Yeah. Repent. I repent, Lord. I repent, I Lord. Repent. <laughs> and where's our church reaching out to the protesters? Uh, they Woo! are uh, visually and sound-wise absent. And it's not about your political affiliation. This is a spiritual war, war. that we're it in is. right it now. It is, very much Because so. we war not against flesh and blood, but wickedness in and, high places. And power oh. and principalities. Yeah. And it's interesting when we talk about Portland, the far northwest. Yes. And then you talk about Michigan in the middle. And then you talk about these pockets coming up. Now you have Wisconsin, Kenosha. I, that was there. I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I'm familiar with Kenosha. And it's like, mm. that was usually far town <laughs> but I guess it's grown up since I've been there but it's just the whole issue that we have these principalities that are taking place within our United States of America yeah right about that you know Jesus Christ he teaches inverted pyramid mm -hmm. teaching that those who aspire to greatness must become a slave washing the feet of others first yes unlike the pyramid model of leadership which teaches top down jesus christ called his people to serve one another because all glory belonged to god matthews 10 24 states the student it's not above the teacher, not a servant above a master. You know what? This is a good time to talk about, before we take a commercial break, Farm Share. Yes. Uh, their, uh, Farm Share is coming to, mark your calendars, Saturday, September the 19th. Farm Share is bringing their tractor trailer the is being, at the fairgrounds. Yes. It's being hosted by our leaders, Commissioner Bill Proctor, uh, Sheriff Walt McNeil, Cumulus Media and Capital Chamber of Commerce, along with Living Stones. All right. And we leaders, we need volunteers because <laughs> volunteers are servants. Volunteers are mentors. We need volunteers because we're going to have a tractor trailer full of food, which is close to 40,000 pounds of food that's going to arrive at 6 a.m. So we need volunteers to come on out break at 6 o'clock in the morning yep. so we can break it down so we can start the distribution at 8 o'clock and I know as in the past we'll be finishing by 11.30 noon time but we need volunteers to come out to help us serve our community because we're living in perilous times just like JC stated you know people have lost their jobs you know families have broken up because of it you know, you have uh, before you might have had two uh, income households. Now there's only one. It's like everything is topsy turvy yeah. right now. And we do practice social 
distancing. So this is where everyone, no one gets out of their cars. Uh, The cars will drive by. We'll break the food down and put it in. We'll all have our distance, like JC stated. We'll have masks. We'll have gloves. Make sure you wear your hats. And when you come in, just uh, look for Pastor Gary or Elder JC, and we'll be more than happy to put you to work. Oh, no, as a servant. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) Well, it's interesting when you talk about being a servant. We're out there too, bagging and packing up and making sure the count is right just so that it can go smoothly. But when you look at, when I wanted to go back, when you talked about the washing of the feet, that was one of the things that you did in prison. Yes. And we were going in, it was really, the the service was awesome. And you actually brought out um, a basin and decided to hold the man in a towel. And I mean, you were in a suit. You took your jacket off, rolled up your sleeves, and the men almost fell out because they could not believe that no one had ever done that to them, let alone a pastor. So I was so thrilled to see that sometimes in that situation, those men probably felt like kings because no one had ever done that before. They're still talking still, about it. Ever since. Yeah, we just ran into two men just recently who were part of that service, who are now out. They were incarcerated, and they're, they're thriving. Yes, Praise God. Yes. That's why when you submit thy will to yes. the Almighty, He will change your heart and give you the power to change your ways. And these men have changed. And they remember, we ran into them, and they said, hey, remember that you washed our feet? Oh, Wow, yeah, praise God. And that touched blacks, whites, Whites, Hispanics, because the God that we serve is a God of human beings. And he says, he who wants to be first must be last and be a serpent. I'm just trying to be in that number. Hey. Because it ain't going to be 400. (laughs) Stay tuned, and we're going to come back to hear more about godly leadership. Stay tuned. If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. 
What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Elder JC and myself, Pastor Gary. And hello, hello. We're going to go back into a little bit more deeper to talk about God leadership. But first, you know, this year, this is our year where JC and I are celebrating 48 years of marriage. Praise God. Now, that doesn't even talk about how long I've known her. Please don't. But we've been married 48 years and I'm still in process trying to get it right. Y'all can help us out by sewing. $4.80, either as a one-time gift or a monthly gift, a yearly gift, or forty uh, $48.80, praise God, I might have messed that one up, yes, four, or $480, four, yes. or $4,800, yes. and this gift can be done monthly, or you can set up on a reoccurring, because God has blessed those folks who have been sowing to us on a reoccurring basis, we received a testimony that they are so thankful for sowing into fertile ground. So we just want to be able to continue to serve our community, our state, people that we are we still stay in touch with the people in Pensacola, yes. Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Europe, we're all over the place. Praise God. So if you haven't, I just want to thank you in advance. Uh, for those who uh, are giving and those who are about to give, change your life and sow into the kingdom of God. Now, although JC and I found scriptures on servant leadership, the word leadership truly does not appear in the Bible as such. But we find the words follow and followers. I believe that the Almighty had a different definition of leadership when the church was formed. We have fallen short on following the Almighty's covenants Ooh. and statutes anyway. All you got to do is follow the Ten Commandments. So how are we to lead? Adam and Eve, our first parents, did a poor job following orders. Don't eat of the tree of life. So thus is the world we live in now. Right. Nobody want to listen to nobody. Everybody want to do their thing. Go out to the suburbs and, and start burning down flags. It's like, what? Burning down a whole community in Minneapolis. But no God is planning to straighten all of us out in his kingdom. Mm. Not ours. Not in the future United States. His kingdom. Yes. 
that it appears following will make us better leaders. My, 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 my. Two verses show us not following God's tenets on what happens. Ezekiel 34, 1. You know, it talks about, And the Lord, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel, prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God to the shepherds, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat and enclose yourself with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flock. The weak you have not strengthened, nor have you healed those who were sick, nor bound up the broken, nor brought back what was driven away, nor sought what was lost, but with force and cruelty you have ruled over them. Oh God, help us, Father. We, I submit and ask for forgiveness and mercy. Isaiah uh, 1, uh, 4 through 6 follows up. Alas, sinful nation. Wait, this, 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 is, this is Isaiah. This is not 2020. Oh, okay. This is Isaiah. A people laden with inequity, a brew of evildoers, Children who are corruptors. You sure this is Isaiah? <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Okay. Hey, what was what was said done in the past is relevant today. They have forsaken the Lord. Mm -hmm. They have provoked to anger the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away backwards. Why should you be stricken again? You will revoke more and more. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart faints. From the sole of the foot even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and petrifying sores, putrefying sores. They have not been closed or bound up or soothed with ointment of God. Hmm. The open festering sores. Boy, you're right. When was that written? <laughs> this is like I said, this is way before uh, Jesus the Christ. Right. In fact, he is one of the uh, Old Testament scriptures that predicts his coming. So I can see why if they were living in those times, as we're living in these times, hmm. that we're going, uh, when's he coming? When's he coming? When, when is he coming? Yeah. Kind of thing. Wow. So they didn't I, even have social media. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, <laughs> it would probably take a long time to get the message across the way. Mm. But part of our dilemma, I believe, as a country and as a world and as families is the lack of leadership. Because we talked about uh, a lot of times about the father absences and it's not that moms aren't doing a good job. But there's got to be things in place to help shape our youth and our young people because if I hadn't seen it from my own eyes, I would begin to wonder who raised those children that are out there now causing all this havoc in all these cities. Yeah. We fall into the same cat categories as the Israelites of old. You said that when was this written? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Isaiah was correct. We must do it our way. That's what happens. We got to do it our way, not God's ways. Families are broken. 
father absences, younger and younger mothers, aunties and grandmas taking the place of dad and in some cases moms. No leadership means wrong choices, a breakdown of family that has resulted in the chaos today. But God is seeking a faithful remnant to build up not only the church, but first our family, because that was his whole reason for creating this whole world in Adam and Eve is so that he could have family. Yeah. Well, he only wants is someone to love him. And to be able to follow the statutes, because it's like anything else. It's like now we're moving into a new age, a new age of technology, because when we talked about computers, how they would be as big as buildings and as big as as huge rooms or offices. And now the cell phone I hold in my hand is my computer. But now they're even talking about this being even more moved or more miniaturized, more greater movement in technology. So what do we want to do? I think we have to really look at what does a a true definition of servant leader talks about. And one of the things that Deuteronomy 1 and 1 through 46, and we can't read it all, but it does speak to how God sometimes looks at the whole body when he's given out punishment. And Deuteronomy 1 is when Moses got ready, he had to stop before he crossed over because God didn't let him see the promised land. He could see it from afar. Yes. And it came to pass in the 40th year, this is Deuteronomy 1.3, in the 11th month, on the first day of the month, that Moses spake unto the children of Israel according to all the Lord had given him in commandment unto them. And this is after they slain their enemies. Um, they were getting ready to make this huge journey. And he says, we, uh, in eight, behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give it unto them and to their seed after them. But one of the things that sometimes when we do things, because you know when Moses did go up to get the first initial Ten Commandments, we went into total chaos. They were down there making golden calves, melting the gold, right. doing everything. But and I'm going, but wait a minute, I'm, I'm going questioning. But you're in the presence of the Almighty. Yes, why would you with a cloud? Yes, why would you be doing this? But then again, man in our wicked ways. In forty days. Yes, and so here you go. Forty years. So forty here years we go. Right. Yes. Um, so he said, you're going to do all these things, but if you don't do them, hmm. be prepared for not only the blessings you get if you do, but the curses. So. Is there any reason why he may not look at us this way again? I mean, considering where we're at, considering the nature of of our children, considering how people really don't care. It's all about the money. It's all about everything else. Sin is sin is it, it is because we fight against what we said it earlier: powers, principalities in high places so that means a lot of our leadership yes. is caught up in this because if the leaders are following a godly pattern we would be less likely to be in the situation that we are right uh, now that's true so that's true need to think about that servant leadership praise god you know the the key role of a servant leader is to bring about unity 
within the family, within the church, yes. and the world. Yeah. John 17, 11 states, And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thy own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Hmm. As J.C. said, our families are suffering due to a lack of male leadership. The Almighty God has placed in man's DNA the ability to lead. It's all throughout the Bible. Moses, Joshua, Caleb, uh, Samson, even though he's <laughs> all three. Now, not taking anything away from the women. Praise God. And we're nested. Let me just stop right there. It's not that women, we can't do it by ourselves. But I'll give you a prime example. We have an older daughter who's raising four children on her own. That's difficult. Yes. Because I had four children. And I could always say, wait till your father gets home. (laughs) Even if he was across the ocean, just wait till he gets home. (laughs) But when you don't have that support, that's what the father is there for, is for the support and to be able to sometimes if have to knock some sense, especially when you got sons, you just can't leave them to their own devices because it just doesn't work that way. We have to be able to say or hand over, even if it's through sports or through other mentors or everything, to be able to have someone there to support that young man and even our daughters because yes. even they need to know what not to bring home because I don't know about y'all but I'm glad I have raised my children that they have their own children to raise but I just know that if my daughter and they never did but would bring somebody home with sagging pants <laughs> he'd be shown the front door you're not coming in here sorry <laughs> me first yeah that's true <laughs> and that's why you know the uh, well, you know what? A man needs a man. And I so, I'm so thankful, even though I grew up in a single family household, I did know my father. But thank God for an older brother. Thank God for grandfathers and uncles. Praise God. And Mr. Tolley, who was there for me and put me to work at a very young age. And that's why, you know, we have that DNA that you have to have that ability to lead. And with a view that when you lead, you're leading your family with a balanced proportion of compassion and firmness. Namely, you're a servant leader within your household. Yes. Praise God. And it's one thing to be a servant leader within your household. You have to be able to have um, a number of things to, that your children can emulate. One of the things that always that would just drive me bananas was when all my children would say, oh, it's so boring. I don't have anything to do. You know, so that's why I started a garden or uh, I find specific chores for them to do that would help them learn how to become leaders. And when they did get a certain age, they could have that little job. They had to work at McDonald's. They had to work at Taco Bell because they hated it. But the whole idea was to teach them what what they don't want to do and to look forward to prepare for what they want to do. So those are the things that leadership that helps build character, builds leadership. Praise God. 
Well, we are at this point. I'm not sure if Pastor has anything else. Well, we'll but go ahead and take a break, and we'll come back in, uh, with the rest of the story on servant leadership. Right. And we're going to talk a little bit about Matthew 11, 12, that talks about um, the kingdom being taken by violence. So we'll have to see what that's all about. We'll be right back. Sometimes it takes a mountain. Sometimes a troubled sea Sometimes it takes a desert To get a hold of me Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Distracted driving is when you're driving and trying to do something else at the same time, especially things that take your eyes off the road or your hands off the steering wheel. Things like texting, talking to your passengers, styling your hair, fixing your makeup, using a navigation system, adjusting your radio, CD player, or MP3 player, reading things, and that includes maps. Some people even take photos and selfies while they're driving. Keep in mind that any activity that involves using a phone or other handheld device used to send or receive messages while driving is against the law in Florida. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action. Man, what did you get on that math test? Dude, I failed it. I got an F. Bro, it was kind of hard, but I got a B on it. I thought I knew the answers, but I missed some days from school. Were you sick? Nah, I just didn't feel like coming. Look, man, every day you miss school, you fall further behind in your classes. You miss information that help you pass quizzes and tests. It's important that you come to school. Don't become a statistic. When you skip school, you miss out on your potential. For more information, contact the Leon County Schools Office of Prevention, Intervention, Equity, and Services at 487-7306. Well, we're back. Yes. And remember, you can listen to all of us on any of the podcasts, Google Music, iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And uh, just remember, we are celebrating, this is, we celebrate our 48 years of marriage, and yes. we're just asking you to participate by sewing into Fertile Ground, keeping the show on the air, Yes, $4.80, $48, $4.80. $4,800. Praise God I know for somebody's out there who has it. Yes. And that would continue to just provide us with the necessary things that we need for this program as well. Possibly yeah. some upgrades. Yeah, like we have a video so you can see us. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how beautiful my wife oh, is. Oh, man. I don't yes, know right indeed. now. <laughs> with all that gray hair she got coming out. Praise there, God. I'm not Let's see how dark there. my hair is. Uh, <laughs> uh, honey, honey. Praise God. <laughs> so we are talking about Matthew's 11 12 and from the days that states and from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force but 
a lot of that verse has really been manipulated to really not mean what it really means. Mm. Um, we're going to delve more deeply into this verse to explain why we feel more godly. Our opinion. Mm. Yep. More godly leadership is needed in our time. And one of the things about this verse is we assume that it's the kingdom or the people within the kingdom that are acting violently, but it isn't. Uh, let's face it, God cha charges us as servant leaders to do a specific job, mm -hmm. such as leading one's family, uh, being a good businessman, uh, work, you know, be among your church. Yeah. Yes. Requiring us to, to dwell into the scriptures daily for guidance, uh, guidance until we know the mind of God. And this is through continued practice of living and following his rules. The successful leader is first and foremost a follower of God in his holy law. And that's one of the reasons why that verse takes on a different meaning. Because they're not talking about the kingdom of heaven uh, suffers violence and the violent take it by force. They're talking about those who are coming into uh, the fold as the kingdom because Jesus always says he says I'm here with you so the kingdom of heaven is realized on earth yes. and the scribes and the Pharisees would go bananas because they were like what are you talking about you're not God yeah. uh, but the successful leader oh I already, uh, already said that is, is really first and foremost a follower of God but confidence derives from a close relationship with God you know, it's a personal relationship mm. should we make a list of leaders you know, every head on your head should we make a list of leaders who are following that, having that personal relationship oh, with I God? Got two hands, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to call out. <laughs> I don't want to call out anybody's name. But the question to ask is: How many of our leaders, whether in our families, our government, and churches, are following God's order? Mm. I wonder if that mayor of Chicago is following God's orders. Mm. I wonder if that mayor of Portland is following God's orders, mm. because. To be honestly truthful, law and order is God's mantra. That's part of his yeah. thing. He is a law and order God. Well, just like you stated in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, once again on video, a young person was in confrontation with the police and he was shot. He's still alive. I understand he's paralyzed. But just on Saturday, we just had three people shot and one yes, killed. Right here. So right around the corner from where we live at. So we, we live in we live in three two three oh four zip code. <laughs> and uh, and it was right around the corner where two young men were shot and one is dead now. And, uh, and we had talked about previously on how uh, right across the street from us, Someone man ran up was, on our porch. he was shot and killed. And the one that was wounded was on our porch and our home was a crime scene. So we're talking about being the violence yeah. is here on earth. Yeah. Yeah. And we they are. say heaven on earth. Yeah. And this verse is like Luke 16, 16. The law and the prophets were until John. And since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. Everyone's pressing in on the wrong things, mm. not pressing forward on the right things. Because the kingdom, even though we know Christianity is number one, it's it's been number one, although we're probably losing some, some weight to those who are now becoming Muslims and other faiths. We're just but, atheists. Right. But for the longest time, 
we were the number one religion. Everyone kind of followed our suit, which is what God wants. He wants us to be the leaders to lead people in to his kingdom. But at the rate we're going, wow. I feel like that, uh, I want to be in that number <laughs> But you know, just as preaching by Jesus during his time was difficult, mm-hmm. so is it today. Yes, it is. When we speak of the violence that the kingdom of heaven suffers, it means the way of life that one endures with God's covenant. Mm. Even Jesus had 120 disciples plus that, you know, he might even have more than that that they don't even mention. The 120 total, they were to preach his gospel throughout the world. Mm, not a lot of people. It didn't take a lot. But not everyone was interested in this way of living. One cannot just walk into the kingdom and John 3, 5 said, Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. This contradicts what Jesus said in Luke twelve thirty two: Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So we don't have to necessarily take it by force, but if we're following God's tenets, his covenants, and his laws, yes. he's going to just hand it over. Just and follow the commandments. You know how little kids are. Yes. When little kids want something, what do they do? Oh, mom, oh, mom, please, 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 please. Well, we don't even have to do that because God is just looking to hand over the keys to us. Praise God. What what one must remember that those following the covenants and laws of God are choosing to mm. believe that his way is better than man's way, mm. and most certainly. Being a true servant leader is by is following the path God has chosen for us. Luke 18:17 says where Jesus says Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. Children only receive, not take anything by force. And, you know, even when you think about our own children, I mean, even though they can be roughhousing and they can do all of those things, most children will share. Most children will give of themselves. And that's what God is looking for us to have, that kind of same heart that kind of serving heart. Praise God. As servant leaders, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, refers to Jesus when he walked the earth. His leaving us with the power of the Holy Spirit Mm. means we now have taken his place at the kingdom. Thank you. An example of this is seen in Matthews 12, 28. It says, But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Mm. Mm. Remember, this passage is not popular at all. And we will suffer persecution, as they said in John 16, 33. These things have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. Yay. I have overcome the world. Yes. And when you think about it right now, 
stating that you're a believer or that you're a Christian is not a very popular event. It's not a very popular place to be because a lot of people believe that a lot of the things, the hate, the bigotry and all of that is coming from us. But technically, it's the aggression towards us that is producing that kind of uh, result. So we just need to continue to stay focused on God's law. Stay focused on what he is doing for us to see that his ways are better than our ways. Praise God. Yes. So we're going to stay tuned. We're going to be back for the conclusion of the servant leadership. And I love it. Because following God's ways are better than trying to follow my ways. I'm still trying to get it right. Praise God. You're working on it. It's a work in process. Yes. In progress. Yes. Love it. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at welivingstones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible. Everyone wants a comfortable, quality, affordable home they can own and be proud of. Affordable home ownership is now reality in Ricola Gardens in Crawfordville. Just 25 minutes from downtown Tallahassee or the beach. The developer with 40 years of experience builds each new home with modern kitchens, with two, three, or four bedrooms, and with many options such as screened-in porches, large garden bathtubs, and built-in electric generator plug-in outlets to help you make it through the next storm. 
down payment and closing assistance for multiple government programs, credit repair, and mortgage loans are available. Call or text Lamar, 850-727-3532 for an appointment to see your next home. That's 850-727-3532 or visit McCullough Garden Properties, LLC.com. That's McCullough Garden Properties, LLC.com. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, we're just getting ready to roll this all in for servant Time leadership. Time goes by so fast. It does. And we used to think we could. We only needed 30 minutes. I don't think we would have ever yes, made it. Praise God. But one of our greatest tools as a servant leader is to follow the path of God into his kingdom, not our own. His kingdom comes about through his government and his rule. Man, if left to his own devices, is what we have in this man-made world. Evil, chaos, out of control, people, places. What is it? Matthew 24. We have diverse diseases. Yes. We have earthquakes. We got fires. Fires. That's scary, the fires. fires. Yes. And so when you look at the world, if this is man's way of doing things... Hmm. I think we need to reevaluate what we're doing. Yeah, it's and like look, those people doing Noah's Ark. Yeah, he was building the ark. Oh, he crazy. Yeah, he really don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, uh-huh. He never saw a ring before. That's when right. The first drops came and say, "Huh, yeah." Huh? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they never stopped. The drops never oh, stopped. They just God. That was definitely what is it they call mm. gnashing and crunching of teeth. That was wow. definitely during that time. But just as we prepare to close, a final word that we believe we can sum it up in Isaiah 66, 1 through 2. It states, thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne. Yes. And earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? Mm. And where is the place of my rest? All right. For all those things my hand has made and all those things exist says the Lord but on this one will I look on him who is poor and on a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word Mm. oh just pay homage to the Lord and Mm. do not take him for granted that's true Bow down in all of him and submit thy will to him so that his will can be done through you. So no matter if there's a peril, an earthquake, a flood, a tornado, if you are in his will, yes. he will hold you in, in his, his hands hand. yes, he will. and protect you yes. at all times. Yes. So just remember. Do it God's way. Yeah. Ensure you to be a wonderful servant leader leader in his eyes. Now, you could be, uh, one way you can do that is mark your calendar. uh, Saturday, September the 19th, Farm Share is bringing a tractor trailer full of food, and we need servant leaders to be there at 6 a.m. to meet the truck and help us unload that truck and bag it up so the people, the community yes. can have something to feed and store in their storehouse. Yes. No one should be hungry in this day and age nope. because that supermarket closed. 
You only got a few days. They to get said it. about three. Didn't y'all see that with the toilet paper? Yes. We still trying to see public have alcohol. Sometimes <laughs> they said they put out alcohol. I don't see no alcohol out there. So just think if that was meat, mm. if that was bread, mm. if that was corn. Mm. That's why we are serving leaders. And thank God for Farm Share and Commissioner Proctor, Sheriff Walt McNeil. Uh, Cumulus Media and also Katrina uh, Tuckerson with the Capital Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. that we are here to serve the community because it's just what we do. Yes, it is. We're servant leaders. Praise God. All so, right. Hey, well, you know, we always have fun. It's always hard to shut down and close. It is, but just know that if we're doing it God's way, you can always be assured of one thing. That you will never go hungry. Praise God. That? Praise yeah. God. We'll hey, don't forget the $4.80, 48480 or the 4800 Praise God. 48 years. Yes. Hey, we're out. All righty. So next, next week. week. Bye. Do me like a Lord. Ain't nobody.